Operations on air. 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 We are back with Operations on Air, the podcast from the truck manufacturing division, including logistics and spare parts distribution for the Volvo Group. Last month, our guest was Jens Holtinger, our executive vice president. And today we're here with Karin Svahn, chief controller and senior vice president for business control and digital and IT in our division. A warm welcome, Karin. Thank you, Melinda. Thrilled to be here. Very pleased to have you. And you started your career already in 1982 as an extra for the closing of the books uh, in the headquarters. And then you moved to Volvo Trucks and then you moved to the Tuve plant. And you've always uh, been in finance in one way or the other. But as opposed to like the traditional way of looking upon building your career where you maybe start in the outskirts of an organization and then work your way upwards, inwards, uh, final destination headquarters. You've been a little bit back and forth. How has that worked out for you? I think that the important thing is not really where you start perhaps, or, but that you are on different uh, layers of the company, both global and regional and local. And it's so different prerequisites and understanding and specifics for the different organizations, what is important for them. And understanding, you could say, all the views then. So it has been a great learning to sit in headquarters as well as out in the plant, in the Tuve plant. And really, what what, does the, what is the important things for us then? Yeah, so maybe it's uh, an outdated way of looking upon your career. I think it's important not to focus on just a straightforward way of, I mean, there are so many different ways you, you could build your career in that sense. And trying different roles and not being afraid to move around, really. Mm. Good advice. Mm. Having spent so many years in Volvo, you must have experienced quite a lot of fun things. What is something that we, you will always carry with you in your no, heart? No, but I think the, the, the I, I talk quite a lot about the, tra- the transformation journey and the, the digital journey. And we talk a lot now in the Volvo Group about transformation. But thinking when I started at the Volvo Group, like the extra for the closing of the books, and it was a very hectic period and it took like to mid-April to close the books. And now we close them in, in mid-January more or less. But I mean just the digital transformation. Because then we didn't have uh, compu- uh, p- laptops or, or, or PCs or anything. We had really mainframe computers. And when we looked into the general ledger, that was not in the computer. It was about uh, getting a, a 20 centimeter thick... Uh, print out on, on this specific print, you know, the, what we call the pyjama paper, <laughs> <laughs> the black and white paper. And you really uh, uh, looked into that to find the different accounts, etc. And now it's, it's so easy to just check into the computer. Mm. So it's, it's a huge difference versus the way of working at that time. And I'm always thinking that what I have experienced during these 41 years, I mean, look ahead what will happen in the coming years and this goes faster and faster so it's important to embrace the digital changes and and the really adapt and the embrace what we can do and work with yeah we always say to and em- to embrace uh, the digital transformation mm. but it mm. it makes so much more sense uh, put in a context mm. like this mm. So uh, let's talk about the transformation that we as a company are now going through. 
So during your years with Volvo, which experience or learning do you bring with you that will support us during the transformation that we're in? Mm. I've always liked change. And uh, of course, change is all about improvements. It's about to seeing things that can be improved. But the most important is to start to <laughs> realize to do the right things. Mm. Because if, if you're working, for instance, on a report that no one ever reads and then try to make it better and still no one reads, you just even create more waste. So I think it's really important to understand what is the purpose? What is adding value to the organization? Mm. And so it's about questioning things we are doing, but also taking decisions. Of course, it's about questioning. I mean, g- grabbing the facts and figures and also questioning because sometimes facts could be based on bias or, or, or uh, so I mean it's uh, always to question things and that is mm. really how I see my work I ask mm. a lot of questions mm. uh, so it's it's uh, keep an open mind and then uh, we of course we need different persons different viewpoints in order to make uh, good decisions and sometimes I heard uh, Jens was uh, uh, quoting me on common sense and that is really Interesting because co- you hear the word common sense. It's a little bit our jointly together mm. viewpoints that really forms the common sense. Yeah, so that is why it's so important, according to you, then to, to gather the perspectives of many rather than yes. just a few. Yes, but then again, I mean, sometimes we don't have time to <laughs> spend too much time, and maybe we need to take quick decisions. So sometimes that 80-20 rule and that we need to sort of that this is where we stand now. It's better not to wait to take a decision. Sometimes it's sometimes it needs to be quick and sometimes not. And that is of course the diffi- difficulty to understand. When do you need all the details? When do you don't need all the details to make a decision for instance? And how do you know that? How do you learn? Yeah, it's experience perhaps. <laughs> No, but I think it's it's uh, it's uh, quite often in my learning it's not the person who asks the question. Let's say it's the uh, Martin Lundstedt or Jens or anyone that asks a question. I need to sort of uh, see what context. I mean, is this a so important question mm. that we need all the details? We need exact facts, or when do we really need a quick answer from me that's i think that it's 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 mainly experience that you learn during the way and that you can handle both the you could say the ambiguity and mm. <laughs> and uh, i mean you can't always have everything uh, exact at hand mm. but sometimes it's really important especially in accounting you know that it needs to be correct and uh, you know <laughs> mm. uh, Jens talked uh, last month about um, the different personalities that we have in within our company and uh, to make use of all of them. In this case, as a controller, do you always have to be the person who can balance between uh, diving into deep details or just, uh, you know, uh, working on the surface more or, or can you be either? No, I think that to, by definition, I think the controller needs to handle both. Mm. And of course, we really need a different uh, um, 
experience, the different uh, uh, competence from different persons. And I think uh, my, as I see my job a little bit, is like I said, asking questions and 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 uh, also daring being questioned. Of course, mm. I mean, <laughs> I don't have all the right mm. right answers. It's about to. But I mean, to, to uh, sometimes p- play the devil's advocate in the room. Mm. I mean, if it's, uh, because like I said, opinions and bias could be hurting us sometimes in taking decisions. Do you have uh, like a killer question that you like to ask uh, when you see that, okay, there seems to be something else behind these uh, figures? No, it's uh, no, perhaps not a specific question, but but you know we we, we call it as you say five whys. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to to answer if you don't really if it's just based on opinion and you and I keep asking, but why is that? I don't understand. And but why? And then it comes an answer, and mm-hmm. I ask why, still don't understand. And then finally you get to the core of <laughs> if it's uh, you could say if it's just an opinion or if it's a. But I think it's also about asking for alternatives because uh, sometimes people uh, um, jump to just one solution. And I think that it's about creating uh, many different solutions and then choose among them instead. So mm. I think it's... Uh, and that also connects to, to being uh, a diverse team. Uh, yes, absolutely. Definitely. And and uh, I mean, you really n- need that person that asks, but come on, are you really, uh, is this really correct what you are saying? <laughs> Have you thought about this and this and that? Oh, no, I haven't. Yeah, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. That's really the way to act in. And, uh, and, and not being afraid to question things. Mm-hmm. You need to have courage to yes. really uh, yes. go behind uh, mm-hmm. the surface. Uh, it seems exciting to be a controller <laughs> yes. in uh, Volvo Group. <laughs> You also talk about situational leadership. What do you mean by that? Yeah, situational leadership for me is really about both how we, how I act towards per different persons and different individuals, but also on the different situations. And I mean, it's back to this that uh, you have to adapt to the different situations. And for me, I think we talk a lot about, uh, I've, you've taught me that about communication, you know, no feel do. So when I speak, address an audience, and it could be uh, a couple of persons, or it could be <laughs> a couple of hundred persons. Of course, I need to think about no, feel do, no. What do I ne- want them to know after my speech, mm. and what do I really make want them to feel? Should they feel uh, upset? Should they feel uh, content? Should they feel? And then, what should they do with that information? Mm and the sense I have given them. Because mm. my job is a lot about influencing other people, not myself doing a lot of things. Mm. So, and I think we sometimes forget about the do. <laughs> we just, uh, as also as a controller sometimes, I mean, people could just present figures, but we need to add the value to the figures, the story behind the figures, mm. and really influence someone to act. Mm. Now we, we have a serious, in- uh, problem with a certain, uh, we could say express rates, for instance, or something else. Mm. So that is uh, that is really important. So assess what kind of audience are you talking to. Uh, so that is a little bit broader, my broader view on situational leadership, not just as a manager to my employees. What would you say is the biggest challenge you face when it comes to driving change as a support function? Mm. 
Mm, of course, who is this with asking questions? But I think, how, how are you viewed from the organization? I mean, in Lean, we talk a lot about uh, push and pull. Because if we as a support function try to push things on the organizations, they will think that, uh, yeah, you are stupid, you don't understand uh, the situation we are in. Uh, why can you ask this? But I mean, pull, it's really that you, you, you are asked for. I mean, that is how we prove our value. We need to add value. And, and really, that's why I say uh, the organization should ask for our support. Uh, but of course, we need to challenge as well. And perhaps they don't particularly like that. But that is also our role as a support function. And that is how we drive change. I mean, really both driving, challenging, and then also supporting with a good balance. Do you feel that you are mostly welcomed with your challenges uh, within our division of the Volvo Group? Uh, I think so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> But I think it's about uh, people knowing me and, and uh, also we, what we talked from the beginning, you know, they know that I have been in the plant. I know how it is to work in a plant. So it's not like, hey, we are headquartered here, you know, have to adhere to what I'm saying. I mean, to get that different uh, views on, on uh, and not really uh, imposing things that I don't think will work. So I think, <laughs> so mostly I feel that I'm... <laughs> met with uh, perhaps not joy but <laughs> at least with respect <laughs> oh, that's good to hear Karin you brought a song for yeah. us today that describes uh, your challenges yeah. as a business controller VNV Nation Farthest Star yeah. is this synth? <laughs> yes I'm a synth fan actually and I think that's depending on my age and uh, growing up in the 80s. It, I was a little bit into punk from the beginning, but mm -hmm. then it was synth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I still kept that with me. And this is a band that, uh, Irish-English band, and, and um, a lot of uh, good um, lyrics. So I had, a, I had actually a hard time choosing which song to that would uh, appropriate to this. But this is really a song about that we possess the power to really mend divides and to change the world to reach the father stars. I think it's all about uh, you can do it and we need to do it together in order to, to uh, transform them perhaps. <laughs> what is the most important message that we should bring with us from mm. this episode? Okay, <laughs> I think it is, uh, I mean, both do the right things realize what what is what how are you personally adding value to the organization and then you can improve those and then of course uh, dare to ask questions and be questioned be curious and and also listen to other people and and uh, it's all about uh, together we, we we make better decisions and and uh, yeah a better future perhaps mm. <laughs> it's all about our diverse abilities together mm. Yes, for sure. Thank you so much for coming today, Karin. And if you liked this episode, remember to subscribe to our feed and we will be back with more interesting conversations. Have a great day.